Welcome, friend, to the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast. Are you struggling to be more productive in your home and to be more productive overall? Are you struggling with purposeful parenting? I know why. It's because you're an extroverted stay-at-home mom and you are putting yourself in a bucket with every other stay-at-home mom out there who is telling you all the ways to be more organized and productive and get more done and be a patient parent and it's just not working. You are empty, unfulfilled, lonely, exhausted, and you don't have the energy that you know is out there for you somewhere. And I have the answer. Hi friend, I'm Michelle Bird, and I have been in your fancy shoes. The answer is to understand that the extroverted stay-at-home mom needs specific solutions that help fill our bucket as extroverts so that we can pour from a full cup so that we can be more productive and purposeful in our parenting. Get ready, friend. Reheat that coffee, pop in your earbuds, and come hang out with me. It's time for today's show. Hey, friends. I'm excited to hang out with you today. I hope you're having an amazing day. Super beautiful and fun. Today, we are going to talk about the most important thing that your child needs and if they're getting enough of it. What do you think it might be? Crickets, right? Okay. (laughs) Here we go. As always, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and come hang out with us over on our Facebook group. We'd love to connect and chat. It's such a great group over there. It's called the Busy Vibrant Mom. I would love to hear some of your tips and tricks. All right. So, It is sleep. That is the one most important thing that your child needs. And it's really, really important that they are getting enough of it. So we will talk about that today. Sleep is definitely one of the most important things. And it's so hard to ensure that your kids have adequate sleep and enough sleep and the quality of sleep is good, (laughs) right? You can't make them sleep oftentimes and you can't ensure that their quality of sleep is perfect, but you can help. So today we're going to talk about some helpful tips and tricks. Six helpful tips that I have found just in thinking about kids and their bedtime and routine issues. So Let's jump on in. It's really important to know how much sleep your kid actually needs and how do you know if they're getting enough sleep? Is that actual restful sleep or are they just waking up throughout the night and you don't know? Because let's face it, when they're little, you know, when they're infants, they cry all the time and you definitely know when they're awake and when they're asleep. But as your kids get older, they may be getting up to go to the bathroom. Maybe they don't fall asleep until 10 o'clock. Maybe they're lying in their bed and their eyes are just open and they're just hanging out, but somehow their brain isn't turning off. So what kind of things can you do as a mom to help not just level the playing field, but just kind of tilt it so that you're really trying to get your kid the most adequate amount of sleep and the best sleep so that they can really grow and do what they are intended to do. And it's so important. 
kids need about, well, it depends on their age. So infants need about 14 hours of sleep. I would say 14 to 16, including naps and so forth. And about age two, kids need about 12 hours of sleep. Kids age three to five need about 10 hours of sleep. Kids six through 12, that's kind of the sweet spot where we are in now. Our kids are eight, 10, and 12, need about nine to 10 hours. And kids who are 13 to 18 need about nine hours. I would almost put them at 10 because they're growing a lot through those teenage years and they definitely need adequate amounts of sleep so that their brain can keep growing, their bodies can grow, they can be healthy, their hormones can grow. A lot of things are happening when they're teenagers and we want to make sure they have adequate rest. So number one is just kind of knowing a general idea of how much sleep your kid actually needs. Think about when your child is going to be getting up or when they tend to get up over the summer, our schedules are kind of out the door. So in the fall, you'll definitely have a set time of when they need to get up. But in the summer, it can vary. So maybe you stay up a little later because it's summer evenings and it's hot and it's nice and cool in the evening. But then just make sure that your child is staying in bed or is mindful of the fact that they need to be sleeping or resting until a certain time. So it also helps a lot to get up at the same time and to go to bed at the same time so that your circadian rhythm will naturally fall into that pattern. So if you're getting up around the same time, your body will naturally get up at that same time. And when you're going to bed at the same time, your body's naturally going to start into its sleep cycle and its REM sleep at the same time. So it's just ensuring that your body is in that cycle of sleep and that you're getting adequate, really restful, rejuvenating sleep. Number two is kind of the effects, I should say. So just like us, kids can show you that they are tired by their behavior. They can get agitated. They can get easily angered. They can have no patience for things, especially their other siblings or yourself. They can have big mood swings, although when they're teenagers and they have mood swings, it may be to different causes, but that's another show for another time. Just think about your kiddos and when their blood sugar is low or when you're noticing that even first thing in the morning, first thing off the bat, that they're getting annoyed by things. They don't have as much patience as they should. They're getting up and they're realizing that things are not the way they like it or they should be or something's fallen apart and they can't handle it. Those kind of things give you clues of you should have been restful and now you're annoyed. Now it's 930 and you have already gotten in fights with your brother and sister, have spilled cereal, yelled and screamed, all those kinds of things. Then you know you know what? You have not gotten enough sleep. So take inventory of your kiddos and just the effects, the attitude and the actions that they're having during the day. And you can usually see if they've been having adequate sleep. 
Number three, we're kind of jumping into setting up a good routine for bedtime. So number three is no electronics one hour before bed. This will just help their brain to wind down and decrease stimuli. And the same is true with adults of no TV an hour before bedtime or no being on your phone an hour before bedtime. I know that one I have a problem with. I love to look at my phone in the evening when our kids are already asleep and just scrolling through things. So I know I need to be better about putting my phone away or making sure that our kiddos have adequate time to let their brain just wind down from the day. They will have far better sleep if their brain can just relax versus being stimulated with electronics before bedtime. Also, never, ever, ever put a TV in your kid's room or an iPad or electronics or a phone. All those things should be outside the kid's bedroom. So we have a bucket downstairs where all the electronics live. And one day when our daughter gets an actual phone, she has a flip phone for now that lives in the kitchen. But one day when she does get a phone, it will be required to be in the basket at the charging station with all the other electronics when it's time for bed because the worst is to have people getting up or your kiddos getting up in the middle of the night to check their phone and that does happen so all the electronics are outside the kids room and not easily accessible and they've had adequate time to wind down one hour before bedtime number four no more water or food before bed. This will minimize the times they need to get up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom. So I know this one can't be helped so much because our kids love to drink water right before they go to bed. I don't know what it is, but they do. But try to minimize the amount of water that they are drinking right before bedtime so that you can minimize the times that they have to get up and wake themselves up out of a nice peaceful REM sleep. All right. Just to recap, we talked about how much kids need in sleeping, how many hours according to their age. Number two, to watch for the effects that you see and their patience, their mood level during the day to see if they had adequate sleep. Number three, remember no electronics one hour before bed. Number four, no water or food one hour before bed, which keeps them nice and restful sleeping. Number five is to create a bedtime routine. Now this you want to be calming. Maybe they take a shower and then they're reading a book. So stick close to the same time as we talked about to wake up and to go to sleep so that your circadian rhythm will be nice and smooth and not jarring. They will get restful, calm sleep and better sleep if their body wakes up at the same time and goes to bed at the same time. So this, you want to just create a calming, cozy bedtime routine of doing something calm and cozy, reading in bed for a few minutes and then turning out the light, letting their brains just wind down. Number six is to create a cozy bed. 
This might be with warm sheets. Maybe we tend to have our kids love warm, cozy blankets. So in the winter, I'll put them in the dryer and warm up their blankets. And then they have nice, cozy blankets to warm up with. And they love that. They either put it underneath all their bedding right next to them or they'll hang out with it and then put it on top of their bed so they love cozy warm blankets so just throw them in the dryer for a few minutes before your kids go to bed and then give them nice warm blankets and we tend to keep our temperature nice and low we find that our kids and us we all sleep a little bit better when it's nice and cool and you can cozy up in your blankets and cozy up in your bed so we keep the temperature at about 65 and it's nice and cool so that our kids can cozy up we try to make their beds warm with warm nice cozy sheets lots of soft animals that they love blankets and pillows, all the things that just make them happy and cozy so that they know this is my bed. I love all these animals and I just want to fall asleep with them. We have one kiddo who sleeps with very few animals on his bed and doesn't really like cuddling with an animal, but we'll sleep with a couple. But he loves having a soft blanket kind of tucked down at the base of his pillow. And then he just wiggles around. Our middle guy loves to be cozy, loves, loves, loves to be cozy. He will have four blankets in the summer if we let him, but he loves to be as cozy as possible and to cozy up with his animals. He has three big sharks that he loves to cozy up with because they're really big and he can lie his head on them and be cozy as all, all the kinds of animals in his bed. And then our daughter loves cozy blankets, but she's getting to be a teen. So she kind of has her own system she likes. She doesn't like a pillow with a pillowcase. She likes a cozy pillow. She doesn't have very many animals, but she has the ones she loves. Sometimes she likes a blanket on the very top so that the very top layer where she puts her arms because she doesn't like it all the way over is nice and cozy. So figure out what your kids love, what kind of loveys, what kind of animals they like. Make their bed cozy. Make it fun. So just to recap, in helping your kiddos get better adequate sleep, number one, think about how much sleep do they need in accordance with their age. Number two, think about their mood swings and how they are doing with their attitude and so forth throughout the day. Number three, no electronics one hour before bed. Number four, no water or food one hour before bed. Number five, have a nice bedtime routine that's calming and soothing and helps them get into that sleep mode also have a set wake up time and a set go to bed time that you try to stick to. I know in the summer, it's a little bit tricky. Number six, have a cozy, snuggly bedroom that they love with warm sheets or warm blankets, soft animals. Keep it nice and cool so that they can fall asleep. 
Our kids also like sound makers. They've just started enjoying sound makers and they each have their own. They're kind of portable sound makers and they have about five different noises on them that we set for whatever noise they like. These have actually helped. I was kind of against sound makers at the beginning because I didn't want our kids to rely on, but they have helped if my husband and I are downstairs maybe in the evening after we put our kids to bed, we can hang out and it's not as loud. Or they also help drown out outside noises if the windows are open because we live kind of close to some busy streets. And so we have streets on three sides of our house. And so we hear lots of traffic on one of these main streets. So those sound makers help soothe and minimize any of the loud sounds. So those are kind of helpful. They're also kind of fun because our kids love picking whatever sound they want to listen to that evening when they go to bed. So just in case you need a little extra because your kids love the sound makers. And I am hoping that this episode has helped you to help your kids have more sleep, that they would be just better during the day. Because we know if our kids have more sleep, then they'll be happier and they'll be able to regulate their emotions during the day. They'll have more patience with each other. I know my kids are far more helpful, far more considerate, far more willing to be empathetic or help one another when they have had enough sleep. But I definitely know when that sleep is lacking or when their blood sugar is low because they are not having any of it. So hopefully these tips have worked to help you get your kiddos sleeping well through the night and that it will give you the sanity that you need during the day. As always, please leave a review so I know if this is helping you and come on over to my website. I'm super excited about it. It is coming out and it's bird, B-Y-R-D, Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. Come check it out. Let me know what you think. All right. Until next time, have a busy, vibrant day. This podcast has blessed you in some way. Please leave a review on iTunes. It lights up my heart when I hear how God is using this podcast to help other women too. This is the number one way other women will find this show and be blessed. So please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thank you and God bless my friend. Thank you.